Okay, good morning everyone. Quick uh, thought on the perasha. We read this week, uh, we read this week, Vayishma Yitro. Yitro heard. So the rabbis tell us, uh, Rashi tells us, what did Yitro hear? What prompted Yitro to come to, uh, to Moshe? So the rabbis say that Yitro heard about the splitting of the sea. What was so special about the splitting of the sea? So the rabbis tell us that Yitro was one of the advisors to Paro. Paro had three advisors. He had Yitro, he had Bil'am, and he had Iov. And uh, one of the issues was when it came to the drowning of the children. And uh, Paro is deciding to drown the children because he sees two things. One, that the Savior of B'nai Israel is going to be hurt by water, sees later on maybe that Moshe because he hits the rock, and he sees that something more important to him, he says Hashem promised not to destroy the world again with a flood, so if he does something by water, he's going to be protected from being punished, midah keneged midah. So what does he do? He drowns the children. Yitro is uh, against it, and... uh, he runs away. It says, now we see, Yitro sees, that Mitzrayim is drowned in the water. So he's reminded, he's reminded of what happened initially, and he sees right in front of his face, Midah Keneged Midah. And the Midah Keneged Midah, maybe that's the thing that gives him the, the impetus to get up and he's going to go to Moshe Rabbeinu. And Arizal goes into much more detail of why he comes and relates it all to Techiyat HaMetim. But I think that the concept of us being reminded by something, to do something, and you see that it's really not a normal, you know, we're going to call things coincidence, but it's something out of the norm, makes us sometimes come back and do things. We say if there's hashkachat pratit, and that's really what Yitro is pointing to. That God is in charge of everything because they did a sin with the water, they're being punished through the water. So I, I heard a story, and I wasn't sure if the story came from, I, I went back and I looked the story, uh, and I had a story in my notes from about 10, 15 years ago. I wasn't sure if the story came from Chacham Vadyao, the story came from... Uh, came from uh, the Ben Ishchai, but I, I actually I went back to see where I heard the story. I was in Sifat, and I heard the story in Sifat. Talks about a Baghdadian Jew. This Baghdadian Jew, his name was, uh, was Abraham uh, Pinchasi. He was a Baghdadian Jew, Abraham Pinchasi. He was a very wealthy man. And he said, this man used to, used to invite on Friday night whoever was still in the synagogue to come to, his, to come to his house to eat. Whoever was there, they can come. He would pick up any stragglers. He says, one Friday night, there's only one rabbi visiting from out of town, and he comes with him to his house. This rabbi comes into his house, and he's just awestruck by the wealth. The carpets and the this crystals and the beautiful silver and the beautiful gold and everything you could imagine is there. He sits down at the table in this magnificent tablecloth 
and the plates are rimmed with gold and the silverware is shining and every cup has, has jewels around it and he's just looking at, at this opulence and he's, wow. And then he sees in the middle of the table, the centerpiece of the table is a broken bottle of oil. He sees the bottle cracked in half, sitting with the two pieces in the middle of the table on a little tray. And obviously his interest is piqued. He says, I don't understand, with everything going on, why is the centerpiece of the table this broken bottle of oil? So this man tells him, he says to him, listen, let me tell you, I'll tell you why I have the oil, it's to remind me. We all need things to remind us. He said that when I was a little boy, I, my, mother, my mother passed away, he said, when he was a little boy, right after he was born. And he said, and his father was a workaholic, but his grandfather lived with them in the house. So he said, basically, his grandfather raised him. He says, and what happened was, every day his grandfather would make him breakfast in the morning, and he would take him with him to the synagogue in the morning, and then he would take him to school, and after school he would pick him up, and he would bring him home and do his homework, and everything was with his grandfather. And he said, and every night, his grandfather would put him to sleep, and he would say four words in Hebrew. Va'ani ma'ani ba. Wow. He says, where is this verse from? This is Reuven, when Reuven, when Reuben comes back, and he sees that Yosef is not in the pit, he says, and what's going to become of me? Without Yosef, that I should have protected, what's going to come of me? There's not going to be the 12 tribes, I'm going to be lost again. So he says, every night his, father would, his grandfather would say this to him, and what's going to become of me looking at this little boy? He says his grandfather taught him for his bar mitzvah, he went to the prayer in his bar mitzvah, read the Torah, learned everything. He says, right after his bar mitzvah, the grandfather passed away. Now the father, what's he going to do with him? He says, you know what? Had you enough with the school? Come to work. You'll come to work with me. So the grandfather takes him, the father takes him with him to work. And the truth, he says, he loves it. So every morning he would get up earlier than his father. He would go to shul, come and then go with his father to work, spend the day with his father. And whenever he could, he would learn a little, remembering all the things his grandfather taught him. So two years later, he was 15 years old, and his father passes away. They come to him in the Shiva, and they tell him, listen, young man, you can't support this big business. You can't run this big business. You have to sell all the pieces, and you'll live. That's it. He says to himself, you know what? I could do it. 15 years old, he's going to take over his father's business. He said he did it with such a passion. He was like a fish in water. Everything seemed to work. He said, but at first, he's a young kid. So he has to put extra effort. So instead of going to the synagogue in the morning, he went straight to work before anyone else got there. And he said he realized that he had to be able to get along with the goyim who he was doing business with. So he decided he's going to have to go out with them to lunch and dinner. And he started whining and dining and he gave up his kashrut. He said he soon he gave up his dress because he wanted to look like the goyim. He said that by the time he was 30... He gave up everything. But he was one of the wealthiest men in Baghdad. His whole life, though, was his work. He said he was coming home one day from his office to his house. 
And on the way, he sees a little boy sitting in the street crying. He doesn't understand. He sees, why is the boy crying? He feels terrible. He goes over to the little boy. What happened? The little boy says, you wouldn't understand. It's a Jewish thing. He says, no, 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 I'm Jewish. Looks at him. He goes, you're Jewish. You don't look too Jewish. He says, no, no, tell me what happened. He said, tonight is the first night of Chanukah. We had no money. We have six kids. I'm the oldest. My mother's a widow. And... There's no money in the house. Finally, we found a coin. I took the coin. My mother sent me to the store before it's going to close. I bought a bottle of oil. I'm running home with the bottle of oil. And the oil falls. And that's it. The bottle breaks. And he says, And me, what am I going to come to? All of a sudden, this guy was haunted because he heard the words of his grandfather every day saying, this boy says, what is going to become of me? My mother sent me. What could I do? He said, I looked at this little boy, I looked at the broken bottle of oil, and I was just reminded to the point where I was overcome. He said, I took out a coin, I gave the boy a coin, I said, go back to the store, knock on the window, and tell the man to open the store, Abraham Pinchasi sent you to sell you another bottle of oil. Then he takes his whole purse of all of his coins, he says, and give this to your mother. He says, he picks up the broken bottle, he walks back to his house, he looks to see where his menorah is, where his Hanukkiah is in the cabinet. He takes it out, he takes some oil, and he lights, he lights the oil. One night, he says he sat there for 30 minutes. Who he valued him, he said he valued every minute of his time. He sat there for 30 minutes looking at the fire. And he made a commitment the next morning, Hanukkah, he's going to go to the synagogue, he's going to put back his tefillin. And the next night he lit his candles again and he said, next night I'm going to try to be kosher. And the next night was Friday night. He says, I'm going to stick to Shabbat. And the next night, and he said, he went on and on each night. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have children. I'm going to change my life. He says, that's what he's going to do. He says, and so it happened that he changed his whole life. And he says, and what did he do? What did he do to keep himself reminded that it was his grandfather who was speaking to him? He said, I kept this bottle of oil. So I said, I remember when I talked about this, this story, the rabbi once said, he said this, that you have to remember, he says that a lot of times in life, Hashem gives us reminders. Reminders specific to us. Reminders that may not make sense to someone else. Hashem puts us in a place to be reminded. We have Yitro, his whole life is going to change. Why? Because he saw how they were destroyed with the water. Because they destroyed with the water and he was involved in the situation. This man heard a verse from his grandfather every day. had no idea what it meant. And then all of a sudden he hears it from a little boy. He's reminded to change his life. So all of us go through life. We just sometimes have to open our eyes. Because Hashem is always talking to us. It says Hashem, we read about the, the Aseret HaDibrot. Hashem is talking to B'nai Israel and Aseret HaDibrot. It's not that Hashem talked to them. He's talking always. The voice never stops. The only problem is we have to tune into the voice. There's always a message coming to us. And we have to try to pay attention to that message. And use that message to make ourselves better. Have a good day.